I'm criticizing, but I have no suggestions for how to improve it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the worst criticism. Yeah. <laughs> Me in a nutshell right there. Hey everyone, Wilmgard here with Miniado. Hey. And this is the FFBE Podcast. All right, it's been a hectic couple weeks, so this incoming week is very light for players. A few things you can be doing, but not too much. Kind of gives you some breathing room, in my opinion. How about you, Mini? I like it. I'm glad that the wave event, the farming event we just had, it's still ongoing for one more week, but most people would have farmed it out by now. I'm glad that I don't have to keep farming it. So for the rest of this week, I'm going to focus on the new near raid and then I'm just going to try to catch up on some trials. I'm very behind. Yeah, definitely. And there's they keep releasing more and more trials. So the longer these yeah. farming events keep you busy, the more uh, more behind you fall, really. Yep. Before we get into the content, what's new with you this week? Nothing too much, man. Just like I said, been trying to farm out that the new event. Which I wasn't too excited about it. You know, it's it was a pretty lackluster event in my opinion. But I'm glad that it's not a King Mog now that it's over. Just so I can actually put my energy to some other uses. Other than that, I did Odin uh, last week. I finally got him awakened to 3 star. I've noticed an uptick in my instant death in Arena, which is really nice. I, I actually, I figured out how to use... Not figured out, but I loaded all my stuff into FFB equip, which took forever. I have something stupid like 700 items. <laughs> but I did it finally, and now all the struggles I used to have with trials are a lot lighter because I had so much materia and so many items from way back when lying around that are actually pretty decent, but I just forgot about them completely. And so I, I used FFB equip just to deck out my healer which is a six star ayaka and my support which is a six star cg nickel just to be able to survive odin's aoe magic attacks and then mm -hmm. i used my wilhelm to tank his physical and I actually i managed to get through it so thank you ffb equip <laughs> who is your dps again here or oh Hyo. yeah 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 Hyo, uh is yeah. very good at that uh trial i saw a cheese a cheese strat where you can have two heos with Tanitris and then because Odin is weak to lightning yep. break his lightning further and then use like a Bartz or a what do you call any entrust unit basically I used I tried it I just my heo was too weak and I couldn't find a friend heo to support because he's kind of falling out of the meta now yeah, so I just did it the old fashioned way I put in my my Lauren she helped a ton with damage. Yeah, you just went with the long route instead, right? Yeah, so I just yeah. kind of pounded it out. I know he becomes super resistant. when. So first time, I didn't realize how resistant he became. So I, I died to his AoE unresistible death because I didn't yeah. kill him in time. The second time, I didn't push him into that range right away. I took him right to the edge of it, and then I burst him really hard. So when he did become resistant to everything, I just I could whittle him down in the amount of turns I had. Yeah, uh, I did Odin as well. I did a similar strat. I tried to cheese it uh, early on using, what's her name, Olive, because she has a lot of innate lightning damage and whatnot. And 
I did the same yeah. thing, broke it, basically chained and then capped with Olive's Limit Burst. But I couldn't get him down far enough. Uh, so the first time I did it, I bursted too early. So he ended up being at the top of his little super tanky mode. And then the second time I did it, I realized, so I brought him as close to low as possible and then bursted him down. And then I just whittled down the last like five, 10% over the course of those turns he gives you to before the unresistible death. I literally had the same experience because I, in the video, I saw two heos ultimate and burst him down from like 80% to zero. So I said, why can't I do that? But mine just were not as strong. <laughs> so I ended up getting him down to, I think, 35 or something. It was just at the top of the range of his resistance. And then I just could not kill him. So the yep. second time around, I learned my lesson. I, I whittled him down to 40%, just struggling through it. And then once I did, I burst him, and then I only had like 10% to burn through, which I could do in the amount of turns they give you. Yeah, definitely. Odin was a pretty fun uh, Esper to fight, actually. A lot more interesting yeah. than some of the other trials I've had to do, so I enjoyed it a lot. Super nice having him for my arena squad, too. Oh, I, I like it. I said, I noticed a slight uptick in how often I can insta-kill, mm -hmm. which it just saves me time, because I, I would usually win those fights anyway, but... I don't know, some people are really... when they When you can't use dual black magic and people are full dodge physical, it's really annoying. <laughs> It is, but what I've done, because this is a no status week, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, this one's an easier week. So you can still use your magic, but if you have teams that resist magic, I, I also bring a true double hand unit because I can equip it to have 100% accuracy so they can clean up any of those uh, cheesy 100% dodge units that mm -hmm. kind of are left over. So what I've actually done is I take a bunch of like I have my mages and stuff, my Transterra, because she does non-elemental. I chain everything. And then you can actually get two full bars of your Esper gauge. So I'll cast one Esper gauge and then it'll fill automatically. So literally on my next turn, even if that one unit is left, I've had two turns of casting Odin to kill him. Usually yeah. by that time I win. If not, then I just start defending and let the battle roll out because... I'm just not going to kill it. <laughs> yeah, that's him. the worst. I've had those situations too. Much less now though, because I was running, I was lazy. So I was running an arena team from a year ago with just equips from a year ago. And oh yeah, yeah, it's a lot easier now if you use current stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I, I just upgraded my team. I, I still use two Amelia's, but I awakened her passive, which lets her also equip fists. Mm -hmm. So now both my Amelia's are dual wielding an elemental gun and then a really powerful fist. So one has like Ion Arm and the other has Zell's TMR or Hergritz or whatever. I can't say it. And so their damage output now is much better and they can element chain with themselves. Mm -hmm. And then I just, I have a Trans Terra in right now. She's only six star, but I have her in because she's 100% this week. And I just use my Trans Terra to cap the element chain from she still does three nine whatever i can't remember i, don't, I can't do math three nine nine six yeah exactly that's properly because four times is massive because even six star you can you can push out a ton of damage in in arena definitely definitely but enough about arena arena's been around for a long time i think it's about time we dive into some of this new content or last week's content and give our opinion finally of that stupid wave battle event well, 
we I think we've already said what needed to be said. It, it, as an event, it wasn't that exciting for me. You don't you didn't get much out of it. The items you could craft are not that great. I think Torn Dress is probably the best one just for innate stone resistance. It can come in handy. And then <clears throat> I like the earring as well, but it's really only amazing on Alesperus. Not even amazing, just good. There's better there's better accessories, but it's good for a free accessory. But otherwise, I mean it just it wasn't that great as an event. So I just wanted to say how annoyed I was that there was three legendary runs all giving different <laughs> items i'm like are you yeah. seriously gonna make me farm out three of the same thing separately really it was just a way for them to kind of extend the amount of time you would need to farm because if they much. put the all three into one people would clear it very quickly yeah exactly but i i wish it was all in one and that would ju it was just a light week it's been a light couple weeks anyways they should have just left it that way and let the players kind of catch up on trials, maybe the story, etc. It would have been nice. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for the Revelation of Darkness little wave battle farming event. The nicest thing about it was that free five-star select summon ticket. But let's talk about the Trial of Vengeance. Have you had a chance to give that a go? Yeah, I mean, it's nice now that we're recording this podcast a little bit later than we usually do. So it's nice that we've actually had a chance now to experience some of the updates before we talk about them and <clears throat> this trial of vengeance for me was the easiest one the easiest besides the uh, raid hasiko i think i had the most trouble with the first the first hard trial where she aoe drains your mp mm -hmm. in this one it feels like they scaled back on that a little bit where she aoe drained my mp i noticed on turn one which is fine after that, it didn't seem like she drained MP to the whole party. It seemed like it was just targeted at my provoke tank, which made it which a ton easier for me. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I had, I have Lauren, so I just AoE broke her for 70%, and mm -hmm. then I destroyed those little minions she comes with. I decked out my Heo with, uh, not decked out, I gave him Excalibur 2 for the light element, and then... I brought a friend Hio who also had a light element sword. God, he's so it's funny because <laughs> yeah, last week we we laughed because or two weeks ago I screwed up my Excalibur too. And we were like, oh whatever, because I left it in item world. Oh yeah, <laughs> it would have been right. really nice to have a nice to, to yeah. have it with actually good stats. Yeah. <laughs> you had a crappy. <laughs> yeah, and I nice. like HP that's plus six so, percent. That's so funny. Stupid. We were like, oh yeah. whatever. It's just it's just Excalibur yeah. <laughs> two, and then literally the next week it comes. Shit, I need Excalibur yeah. two. But I mean, it, it didn't make much of a difference. It was an easy trial once I got MP going with my squad, and then I just. I just burst it down with Hio, and when she actually, I killed the, because Hio does a bit of AoE, so he ended up killing the two summons she has, mm -hmm. and I wasn't ready for it at all. I was like, crap, because I read the Moogle thing, and yeah. it says, oh, be careful when you kill her spirits. Yeah, yeah. She'll hit you with a strong attack, and I was terrified. I was like, crap, I'm going to wipe, because I wasn't prepared for it at all. Yeah. I didn't have any mitigation up. I just, I didn't, I forgot Hio would actually, the AoE, yeah. AoE from his attack would actually be enough to kill them, but it was. But I still ended up surviving because Lauren's seventy percent attack mag break was just insane. So I survived that, and then I just killed. It, it took me like three or four turns max to kill her. It was super easy. So that was I tried once so far. I'm gonna do it some more again today. But I, my week has just been insane. I haven't had a chance to play much at all. 
but I did try mm-hmm. it and I killed the two side things and then I and then as soon as I killed them and the turn ended I was like oh I forgot to set up for that stupid thing yeah and I didn't break her I didn't have any mitigation I didn't have anything and yeah. I wiped it was really funny if I didn't <laughs> I have like, the 70% break I would have wiped too my unit survived with something like a thousand HP or less yeah definitely it, I mean I now that I know exactly I mean I knew it was gonna happen I just didn't just, think yeah. about it. I was just like, oh, whatever. Let's just try it, see what happens. And then I didn't prepare at all. But definitely going to crush it on the second turn. It doesn't seem too hard. Even It's a lot less annoying, I think, because it seems like there's just a lot less MP drain now. Even, Before it was annoying because you would AOE MP drain your team periodically, and it was just super difficult. Even the first MP drain in the past, because I didn't have seven-star units last time, or as many seven-star units, she actually drained like 99% of everyone's HP, including my healer, including everybody, right? Yeah. Whereas this time, my healer was left with like 300 MP. My Even some damn. of my DPS units had like 200 MP left. And I was like, damn, cool. I'm so jealous that you have a seven-star healer. My healer was still drained bone dry. <laughs> <laughs> but I had uh, CG Nickel in the team, and he, he survived turn one because I just built him with HP in mind. Yeah, definitely. And then he regened 20 MP for himself. I think it was like 21 MP. And then I just dual casted his MP regen ability for my team so they could have something to do on that turn. He gives 80 MP to everybody. Pretty much saved me. But I would have had a harder time if it wasn't for that. Because I'm unlucky in the sense that I have, I have a few really good 7-star DPS units. I have 7-star Lauren, who is obviously amazing. But my healer and support is still really behind, so they're really, really flimsy when it comes to, like, my weak points right now are just those two, because they usually die in trials, because they only have five, 6,000 HP and not really high MP, MP pools either. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention about this was the photo locket. I think it's pretty decent. What do you think? I mean, I don't have much to say for it. It's, it's a good spirit accessory, 15%, like bonus spirit and 22 flat spirit um i can see some supports having use for this i don't think it's amazing i was gonna say i think there's a lot if you have tmrs from a few of the uh, like a few of the supporty tmrs that give a lot of spirit and have a lot of other benefits you won't really see too much use out of this however if you don't have those tmrs farmed because only until recently, like when I got my seven star Ayaka, I started looking to farm out some of TMRs for her specifically and stuff like that. So it wasn't until maybe two, three months ago that I even started looking into getting these spirit or healer type TMRs. Yeah, she was in the past, she was just really good as a six star and she didn't need too many items. But now that the meta's kind of changing and monsters and trials are getting stronger, you really got to start taking care of. At least I know, I feel it really hard because my my supports are really weak right now. So yeah, it's time to start really taking care of their stats and their survivability. Definitely. And I was going to say a accessory like this, if you don't have too many TMRs, especially in the accessory end of things, it does help. It definitely helps. It's not bad. I don't like that it's pure spirit because that has limited use. It would be nice if they gave a bit of HP. If they, you know, but I mean, it's okay. It's not bad. It's a free, it's a free accessory and it it fits the theme of the items from this event not being the greatest. Yeah. Um, But 
that's it for uh, last week's stuff and the new trial. I mean, we've covered the Trial of Vengeance with the new version of Hasiko a little bit. Still yeah. in love with that artwork, by the way. It's still Awaken amazing. Hasiko. I just need one more Hasiko rerun so I can finish my meme. <laughs> you have a meme? Yeah. It's just Frieza in all four of his forms, but I want to copy and paste Hasiko's face. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but she, we've only had three so far. We have the raid Hasiko. We have yeah. the first difficult Hasiko, Hasiko's Revenge. And now we have Awakened Hasiko. So I need the fourth evolution. Fair enough. make it happen. That's so I funny. I need like super Awakened Hasiko. I need woke Hasiko. need to get her all woke. Yeah. Lit Hasiko. Lit Hasiko, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Either way, let's uh, talk a little bit about this week's content. Um, another rerun, and I think a lot of people are surprised to see this come out so early. It's the A2 and 2B from the Near Automata series. Uh, it's their awakening. People were expecting this much later than than it's come. There's some good things and some bad things, but uh, let's go into it starting with the raid. It's a rerun raid, right? Yeah, and it looks like we talked about this briefly off air, but you can it, by doing the raid, you can get the tiered rewards again, which is nice. There's a lot of nice things in there. I know I got an Aqua Blade out of it, which can come in handy. Not the best TMR anymore, but it. Uh, we can talk later about some interesting ways to use it and obviously trust moogles gill experience all that stuff you get for free so worth it to do and plus you get the coins so you can raid summon later for more gill and experience and stuff i think the coins really i mean if this is a rerun for anyone um the coins are the star of this raid just because getting extra gill snappers getting extra exp with all the seven stars available now it's hard to really get the materials and uh, things that you need to awaken them and level them fully so it's a really nice rerun raid one that you don't have to worry too much about farming to the max but gives you a lot of opportunity to shore up some of your experience gill and other things i had such i don't know uh deja not deja vu i was just reminiscing because i was fighting the the machine life form and I remember back when this first came around, I was using Veritas of the Earth as my tank. And sometimes I'd actually wipe because <laughs> he wasn't the best tank at all times. And I couldn't always clear it in one turn. Yeah. And now I just, I don't even run a tank. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> just destroy it. But it was just interesting how, how far, I guess, the power creep has come. Oh, yeah. We're getting some interesting things. Not I know A2 and 2B are the the awakened units here, but a lot of people are excited that uh, Mechanical Heart and Pod are making a comeback. I know there are a lot of people that tried for Pod last time this came around but didn't manage to get it, and now you have a second chance. And I know Pod has kind of dropped in value since uh, when it first came out. It was amazing, but now it's valuable mostly to newer players. I think. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. But it, it's a very versatile TMR. You can put it on anybody and have them be a mini support or even in global because Pod will give you an ability that's an Opto Slash chain family. 
And Global has a lot more Octa slash chainers, I think, than JP. So it, it it does have a bit more value here for that, especially if you're a newer player. And even if you get two pods, like I said, if you have two pods and you have something like a spare Bowie knife hanging around or a spare Aqua Blade that gives you passive dual wield, you can just slap this on, put on another, like an elemental weapon or something on the support and have them become instant element chainers, which will help you get through some tougher missions like legend and and all that so pod still has its uses yeah i was gonna say you actually uh, shed that light to me that you can use it in some of those uh, farming events make your useless units more useful for clearing right because getting the chain going is usually the main thing yeah and it's not too expensive i think is it 30 mp i think the ability 30 oh, yeah, or it's really it's not it's really cheap so you're wasting only 30 or 40 MP a turn, and if you if you're running them as dual wield, that's all you're doing. You can get you can stack up the chain, and I mean if you only have one and you have another decent uh, DPS unit that octo with octo slash frames, you can you know there's there's just been so much stuff that's come out lately with with octo slash. So this this family has is has gotten a lot of love. Oh yeah, for sure, it's one of the most loved trading families. Um, I was going to say the mechanical heart is probably the uh, the real star. I mean, pod is really useful and versatile, but mechanical heart, I literally still use it to this day on my seven star tanks. Yeah, I think it's debatable these days. Depend, it, like you said, it has use, but a thousand uh, HP, a thousand, a little bit more than a thousand HP heal usually is okay but as the tanks get tankier and you're getting up to like 15 1600 hp sometimes it's better to have because it only gives you i think 15 percent bonus hp and we have materia now that'll give you 30 40 percent or like 20 or 30 percent with elemental resist or extra defense or extra spirit so but still very useful but i think now there's things that actually compete with it but yes there is but i was gonna say that it's 1,000 per cast, right? So if you're tanking, I'd only use it really in like physical or element, like physical trials where you can't dodge or elemental trials because realistically, it's going to be going off like four or five times. So you're going to be taking back about four, 5,000, 6,000, sometimes extra HP out of it. But as you said, because of the strength of some of the newer TMRs, newer uh, materia that are coming out, it it does have some competition. But for most people, even for myself, I don't have a lot of those TMRs. And if you're free to play, especially like us, you really don't have those TMRs. So it can be a very, very useful piece of uh, materia to have. It's useful. It's just looking at the situation. Sometimes you need your tank to be able to survive burst instead of heal. Because if they die, then there's no point in having them heal after. Oh so yeah, for just, sure. It's situational. If you're finding that your healer is wasting a lot of turns healing your tank, then having that mechanical heart might actually be helpful. Mm -hmm. But if you're finding that your tank is dying and you don't even have a chance to heal, then it's probably better to try to stack them with some more HP or more resistance materia. So it's situational. I, I agree with you though. I think it's still a good TMR, even you know a year later, however long it's been since the first near. Yeah, exactly. Um, enough about those units though. I mean, we covered that. We covered the raid. I'm super hyped for some of the enhancements, especially to A2. I used You're her a couple times. A2? I was like, what the hell? Don't you mean 2B? 
I don't know. It depends who you're talking about or who I'm you're talking, talking about... to. Yeah, I guess so. Most so most of the this banner has a bit of controversy because uh, on paper, two B is actually much much better than A two mm-hmm. in terms of DPS and in terms of utility. So she's really the star of this sort of of this banner. Yeah. Um, not that A two is bad. I think let's well let's talk about it. Let's talk. Like, about who do you want to talk say. about first? Let's talk about A two. No, no, no. So okay, A2, okay, fine, fine, fine. We'll talk about the unit I brought up first. So A two gets Gentle Trader as her STMR, which in my opinion is fantastic. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, the I won't be rolling because I have zero of either her or two B. I was not very lucky during the last near event. Same. And so the odds of me picking up four of either one of them are just super, it's super slim. But anybody who does have a few copies, it's if you don't have like your damage dealers aren't decked out yet, mm-hmm. this is this is great. Anybody who's running a DPS, like most of them equip great swords. I know any heal users would love this. 80% flat attack is super good. <clears throat> now, A2 at seven star, she gets a W ability. She yes. can chain with absolute mirror of equity with avoid heavy attack. Yep. And it also decreases attack and mag by 50%. It's available on demand. So this makes her pretty good. Uh, her problem really comes in is with her, not problem. I guess when you compare her to 2B, her ratios or multipliers are much lower. So avoid heavy attack only has a six times multiplier. And when you get her to max level, it gets an extra 1.5. So 7.5 times. It's not terrible. She's, I, I think if you do the math, she's either around Hio's level or slightly better than Hio. Mm-hmm. But Hio is slowly falling out of the meta just because things like Kurasame and 2B and a few other units like uh, Dracula Laswell and Pyroglacial <laughs> Laswell all are doing more damage than he is and they're better equipped to chain with the future units coming up with their uh, absolute mirror of equity mm-hmm. chaining family and then the other thing the other complaint people have is her limit burst it didn't get nearly as much love as other uh, seven star limit bursts mm-hmm. so it only does 7.1 times at level one and 10 times at level two and if you compare that to some of the other limit bursts for current seven stars like the mm-hmm. newest ones it's not that exciting that's fair so is she a bad unit no but if i had to choose do i want her or do i want 2b i would definitely go for 2b well let me give you my take on a2 just really quickly the one reason that i immediately was like holy crap that's really really strong in her built-in kit is that she assuming level 120 yeah, that six times that six times multiplier for avoid heavy attack goes up to seven point five. So if you do choose to use her as a chainer for absolute mirror of equity, dual wield it. I mean, you're doing fifteen uh, times damage in that one turn. But if you're choosing to go the true double hand route, she has a built in two hundred fifty percent bonus or increase equipment attack. I mean, it's as a budget unit. If you don't have a lot of uh, double hand equipment, then yeah, it's good. But the problem is to get access to that equipment attack, she has to carry her own sword. And she doesn't actually get 
true double hand, she just gets double hand. So she can't take advantage of the weapons with some higher, I don't have to call them, the higher percentages, variances. So that hurts her a little bit. So most people that would be running A2 are looking at ways to equip her either dual wield, because she does get a bit of dual wield from her passive to use her beast lord along with an elemental weapon, or just mm -hmm. have her true double hand an elemental weapon and deck her out with true double hand gear like Buster style and Elfrida's gloves and just ignore her passive altogether. Because if you try to build her for double hand or true double hand with her own TMR, she loses out a lot because she doesn't have access to elements. Yeah, exactly. I definitely see what you're saying, but I was going to say with that, using her own, getting 250% extra attack with a bunch of side things, I really honestly, I agree with you, 2B is a lot more versatile. I would only, as I mentioned in a tweet that I think I did, A2 is very like pinpoint one situation use. Yes, you can use her if you're on a budget and it's all you have. I think she's ridiculously strong against any Machina monsters just because like, yeah, use her TMR, get that extra 250% uh, equipment attack. And then on turn three, you're going to be literally killing any machine, like instantly. Yeah, she does have her niche use. And even if you're not fighting ace machines, uh, she's still a good DPS unit because I think she matches Heo or is a little bit better than Heo. Even if you don't take advantage of her passive, so if you build her for dual wield with uh, an elemental weapon so she can take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. The only time I think Heo would actually beat her out is because he can self-imperil. So... She needs help from an external source. Oh yeah, for but sure. If if there is an equal imperil on the board, then I think she'll do a bit more damage. So she's not bad by any means. Just when you compare her to some of the more recent seven stars we've got, she just doesn't stack up as well. Yeah, definitely. Like for example, I'm still using heal, and I'm not having any issues with any of the current trials. Like the Hasiko trial was easy for me. I managed to clear Odin. Um, I'm behind on some of the newer stuff, but I mean, I've seen people post pictures where they're, they beat the, the Noonkey guy with Squall in their team. So Yeah, you know, exactly. You can still be using Squall if you need yeah, to. Yeah, it's, it's not to the point where if A2 is your DPS that you're shit out of luck, right? And I Definitely. mean, she does have, uh, what do you call it? She has true or, sorry, absolute mirror of equity frames on her main damage ability. So you're going to have many chaining partners in the future because I know people are going to roll their faces off for people like Orin or Axstar. And I know 7-star Reagan's going to get uh, the same frames as well. So you're going to have plenty of chaining partners going down in the future. Overall, like, like I said, she's a good unit. Just when you compare the two 7-star units, it, she didn't get the same amount of love as 2B did. So speaking of 2B... Let's go into how you feel about this unit. I mean, you've already kind of given your opinion that you think she's the best on the banner. Let's talk about why. So she, her multipliers are just a lot higher than A2s. Mm -hmm. they're, they're really high. And then if you have her equipped with her own TMR, mm -hmm. which most people that have her will have the TMR as well because of the event, the, the raid summons, you can get Moogles for her TMR. By the end of the two weeks, most people will have 100% Moogle for her mm -hmm. if they don't already. And then she also becomes a really good breaker. So 
she's versatile. Her only really drawback is her best abilities are hidden behind other abilities. So you're going to have to use her timed abilities. Yeah, so the cool first one's available on turn one, and it's insane. It gives her 250% attack and defense for five turns and enables casting her better attacks for six turns. And then AoE decreases attack, defense, mag, and spirit by 70% to all enemies for three turns. Hmm. So most of the time you're going to be opening up the fight with this ability. It's got a seven turn cooldown, but it's available on turn one. And then you can use her, her stronger abilities for a couple turns. And then she also has another ability that's available on turn four called Yorha Sword Dance, which enables access to her sort of really powerful abilities. The nice things about her is when you use her first timed ability, you get access to True Charge Volt. It's got a seven times damage multiplier. It decreases lightning resistance by 100% for five turns. And then it also gives physical damage 2.5 times per turn for three turns to an enemy. And then if you activate Yorha Sword Dance, you get access to Yorha Slaughter Dance, which is a lightning element attack with an 11 times modifier. And then it also decreases attack and mag by 60%. And then not to mention her LB, which is basically a 22 times multiplier attack. It mitigate If you have her TMR equipped, it gives you 20% physical damage mitigation and 74% AoE attack, defense, mag, spirit reduction. So her multipliers are just off the charts. She has... Uh, really quickly, really quickly, I wanted to say, uh, just to put the amount of damage her LB is doing into perspective. If anyone remembers when 7-star Dragon Lord was released and how disgusting that 30 times multiplier was, she's basically at maximum LB doing 28 times damage. And then on top of that, getting the support and versatility, the like added benefits of physical mitigation and a 74% break, which is one of the highest breaks in the game. Yep. The nice thing about her is you can actually build her dual wield without losing too much damage. I know there is a fixed dice build out there that is sort of her best damage build where you would give up the bonus, what do you call it, breaks on her ultimate to pump up her damage. But I also know that fixed dice is getting nerfed in the future, so that won't be viable forever. And she's also not able to take advantage of her breaks with or her imperils with the fixed dice build. So usually... It depends on the situation, but I would I would prefer a more versatile to be that with maybe a lightning weapon in one hand and her own TMR in the other, and then having access to those nice breaks on her limit burst. Yeah, I was gonna say like going through using her limit burst and then having that lightning physical damage ability that you can not only chain yeah. but also in its own right does a lot of damage is gonna be really really amazing. Um, I'm liking I really like seeing units like two B and their awakenings because. Because dual wield has been so out of the meta for so long. But for, with units like her, dual wielding yeah. makes a lot more sense. She also has innate uh, double hand. So you can choose, right? And I mean, her her dual wield equipment attack is pretty nice. 50% extra attack when dual wielding. And yeah. you get 100% extra attack when uh, double hand. When you're using double hand so it actually makes perfect sense like a hundred percent of one or fifty yeah. percent of two it's like actually balanced in my opinion yeah i don't think she loses out a lot if you dual wield her versus and then she also gains the benefit of not 
draining your MP like crazy. I think the one downside where dual wield might actually be a little bit better, she has no W ability. Yes, so I was going to mention that. If you do build her for uh, true double hand, you're going to mostly rely, I think, on her limit burst for damage. where Because you won't be able to actually... She has some high multipliers on her kit, but she doesn't have... She's not very good at chain She can't chain use capping. them twice. Yeah. So you're probably like... It's nice. You you have some meaningful choices with this unit, but either way you go, I don't think you can go wrong. It just depends on the situation. She's just a, very versatile and, and very powerful. Yeah, she's a very, very impressive unit overall. Um, a lot more versatile, which makes her a lot better going forward than a unit like A2, for example. Her only downside is she doesn't have a lot of chaining partners for her abilities, so you're going to probably want to keep two copies of her because <clears throat> i don't think for now we don't have a lot of graviton cannon or stardust ray chainers there's a few out there but not a lot and I, I don't i almost never see them in my she can chain with herself or she can chain with only recently based on this past event elesperus can now chain with her as well yeah it's like unless you have a duplicate there's only two other units that can even chain with her and both of yep. those units have to be uh, seven star. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's pretty right tough now, right now. Right now, her only chaining partner, yeah, you're right, is Elesperus <laughs> and herself. So that's the other part. So you know, she she'll get a little bit better in the future when she gets some more chaining partners. But even right now, I think she's really good. No, she's still very very strong. Uh, there's I mean... a good chance you'll you'll see some other two Bs in your friends list, even if you have just one of her at seven star. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Idea. She, yeah. You're going to be seeing a lot of her. I've already seen like four or five maxed out 2Bs in my friends list. A lot of people pulled like crazy on the first banner and got very, very lucky to yeah. get a bunch of her. So people had these units ready to go for the most part, right? So they're going to be rampant in the friends list. And they're, I mean, A2 and 2B are still very strong. 2B uh, a little bit better overall but honestly like they're gonna be pretty they fit nicely into the current meta basically yeah they're good units the only reason i'm not rolling is it's a limited banner and i don't have any of them from the previous event so the odds of me actually getting two of either one of them is they're, they're just too slim yeah yeah that's why i'm not pulling if i manage to randomly get a couple off of daily pulls i might invest some tickets but otherwise i'm just leaving it to its devices uh the chances of me getting anything are like zero basically so there's a couple yeah. new moving away from the new units i think we've covered a2 2b and the current week of events pretty well i'd like to talk a little bit about that black friday 5k lapis bundle all right what do you what do you feel about that i know you we talked a little bit off stream you said you didn't get that so the reason I didn't get it is, so it's 5k Lapis, you get a 10 plus 1 summon ticket, mm -hmm. and I think you get a sword, a great sword. It's, mm -hmm. I think, 110 attack, 10% MP, 10% HP. Yeah. And then the other stuff, you get some 6-star Awakening materials, you get some Engels raid coins, mm -hmm. and I think you get an offensive... Uh, general offensive. General attack offensive, 30% attack, 30% yeah. mag. All the other stuff is not that good. The only thing... So general offensive is still decent. 
for any hybrid users if you don't mm -hmm. have anything better. But my my hesitation is this. So you only get a 10 plus one summon ticket mm -hmm. for 5k. Mm -hmm. And then I'm not even going to talk about the raid coin or the awakening materials. Most of that us stuff's are, useless. You know, yeah. We're, yeah, we're up to our ears in that. The sword itself is not that great. It's non-elemental. It's only 110 attack. And most swords these days are 120 with an element. Yeah. Or higher sometimes. The the non-elemental ones are usually around 150, 130 to 150. So unless you're looking at STMRs, but we're not even going to go there. And then the general offensive I really like, but it's for me it's not worth it, and here's why. If I use 5k Lapis for a ticket, that ticket, I can't use that ticket on a banner. It has to be just a general 10 plus 1 summon. But if I save my 5k Lapis, I can use it on a banner. And even more so, I can use it on a step for a step summon on a banner that I want, which could potentially take me to a step where I can guarantee myself one of the units that I'm looking for. And so for me, it's, it's just opportunity cost. So when, in terms of just actual value, what you get in the bundle is more, worth more than 5k. In terms of what else could you do with that 5k Lapis? versus spending it on the bundle, I think it's better, at least for me, it's better to save it. That's fair. So I actually did buy the the bundle for 5k. And here's why. 10 plus one summon ticket. Yes, it's not as good as a step up, of course. Um, targeted summoning is way better than untargeted summoning. In the past two months, I've had atrocious luck. So I'm like, even on step up banners, I've never had good luck on step up banners. So I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna put it into this ticket, it's worth 5k, that pays for itself in my eyes personally. I'm getting a sword, meh, whatever, I agree the sword's okay at best. General offensive is really good uh, for now. There is better things uh, in STMR land and some other TMRs, but it's pretty good. The King Metal Minotaurs are all maxed out, so you're getting 10 times 4.5 million experience and then you're also getting three million gil so the three million gil i don't care about but for me the 10 uh, maxed out king metal minotaurs was worth it because i don't have that much space in my inventory to be able to hold on to that many king metal minotaurs mm -hmm. so basically this black friday bundle so for me the 10 plus one ticket personally just the way i feel about it is worth it i definitely agree with what you're saying targeted step up banner summoning, etc. Very, very better. It's a lot better to use it towards that. But for my personal tastes, the 10 plus one ticket is good enough. And then getting that uh, 10 by 4.5 million experience was worth it for the mm -hmm. cost. Plus you're getting a couple other things and yeah, whatever, the, the materials don't matter. It's in there, it counts, I guess, towards something. But overall, I, I liked it for my own personal needs and my own personal, I guess, beliefs towards these stupid banners that keep trolling me. Yeah, I mean, it's fair. It's not like it's it's not worth it, right? You get more than 5k Lapis value in the, in the bundle, right? It's not a yeah. waste of Lapis. Yeah. My my reasoning was just, you know, for example, the I think, the is it the Nier banner? You have a step up where you have, I think, 1500 Lapis for a 4 plus, 3 plus 1 summon. Yeah, And then you have 3,500 Lapis for a 7 plus 1, which puts you at 10 plus 2 for 5k, and then you spend another 5k for a guaranteed five, like Rainbow Crystal. It's not on banner, 
but it's a guaranteed five star for 10k no i definitely agree with you like it's true it's just my trauma my trauma from previous events where that exact same thing gave me literally all blues and then among the worst seven star units you could pull or sorry five star units you could pull just has me like i'm so i can't do it again no, I know that feeling. I did a, I did the 10K. I spent 10K Lapis on the first three steps of the near step-up summon. And my guaranteed five-star rainbow was Delita. <laughs> exactly. So it, it was a dud. But, yeah. you know, it, it's just... It, it depends on what you need. And I, I think in the bundle, general offensive is the real sort of shining star there. Because for, for a hybrid unit, 30% attack and 30% mag... Is really really good. I think it, it gets beaten by a few things, but not many. Kunshira's she's a five star spellblade. Her TMR is forty percent. I think attack forty percent mag. Yeah. So it's good. I think I think the general offensive is really a good item in there. And then like I said before, the actual value, the ten plus one ticket, it's worth five k on its own. And then everything else you get is a bonus. Yeah, the strict value, like if you're looking lapis for lapis, it's worth it. If you're looking at, like like you said, it really depends what you need, what you're going for, and how lucky you feel, I guess. Either yeah. way you go. Like the 10 plus 1 doesn't guarantee you anything. You could get multiple rainbows. You could not. Same thing with the step ups. You could get all blues. Well, technically in this one, minimum at least a four star on a couple of the poles. But Speaking of lapis... How many? How much lapis have you been getting out of the free? Fifty lapis summoner. Fifty every time. <laughs> nice. How about I you? got fifty yesterday. Yeah. And I got a hundred today. Ooh. <laughs> nice. That's 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 all. That's, that's the five more... free unit slots that I use to make room for the trust moguls for near. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Oh man. It's kind of cool though that we can summon lapis now. I don't know if it's like this on everyone's uh, client, but for me, when I click it, it gives me the lapis instantly. If you notice, if you look at your lapis gauge, mine gets added right away, and then it goes into the screen and it shows you what you got, which is kind of <laughs> nice. funny. So I I'm like, oh, that. 50. Yeah. Oh. Damn it. Yeah. Before it even goes in, I'm already disappointed. <laughs> yep. Now, if they let you know right away, just don't hold your breath, buddy. Oh, well, what can you do? No, it is what it is. It's free, so anything I get, <clears throat> I'm happy with. Exactly. Well, that's pretty much it for all the content, unless there's more that you'd like to talk about, Mini. Not really, honestly. I think, I, like I said earlier, I'm just looking forward to having a week where I can go and catch up on trials. Because I see people on Twitter posting the latest trials and they're clearing it and i'm so behind that i just i want to get there too where i can be like hey look guys hey look at me doing these trials yeah basically yeah. i want to be able to post stuff that's relevant not trials from a year ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly you don't want to be that loser who's exactly. not even no nah, i'm just kidding it's all um, about trying to fit in you know yeah for sure what about you what do you got going on for the following weeks I'm really hoping to fully catch up on the story content this week. Um, the raid is almost like it's its own thing. It doesn't take any extra energy. And then I'm almost done with the farming. I had to spend a lot trying to catch up on that story event that I think we forgot to talk about, actually, that story event. But we can bring it up next week. I think it was a decent story, but we'll talk about it later. Yeah, I think we just kind of... It, it was okay. It wasn't anything special to me. <laughs> I just like that... The, on, I'll, really quickly. Let's I, just talk about it now. Let's just do it I now, like... we're going to forget. 
I liked that they included some of those units that were like out of nowhere. I was like, who even is this? Why are they here? They added For them example. in there. Uh, Mediana, the two fairies, and I guess Elephim was released with the banner as well as the two others, but mainly those three, the two fairies yeah. and Mediana. At least now I know where they exist within the realm of FFB. <laughs> yeah, I know. The I love that Tim just was in no events ever. He just randomly showed up, I think, on... Was it Sephir? No, it's Christmas. Yeah, no. the Christmas banner. It was either was Christmas, Christmas or Cloud or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was just... He was out of nowhere. <laughs> and, then, and then Mim shows up with Sephiroth. I'm like, who even are you? Yeah, I remember Mim because I got like 20 of her. Yeah, exactly. I, I rolled really hard for Sephiroth. Yep, I got one of her TMRs. I'm pretty sure on that Sephiroth banner. Yeah, decent TMR. But yeah, so that's why I liked it. The story was pretty standard. It was like your classic fairy tale thing. This guy tries to get stronger, goes through a bunch of trials and tribulations. In the end, him and his little partner get stronger together. It was cute. It was standard. It wasn't like anything amazing. I just like that they finally introduced those units within the story. Yeah, agreed. That's probably why we didn't really talk too much about it. It wasn't anything amazing. It was just a nice, a nice little story. One thing I did like was the artwork for it. So having the little uh, storybook border was pretty cool. Yeah, just basically uh, a kid getting told a bedtime story. Yeah, it was nice. I liked, it. I liked that aspect. the The execution was really nice overall. I'm calling it now. That's how FFB ends. It's like it's Grandpa all- Laswell closing the book. He's like, so kids, that's what happened. <laughs> if that's actually what ends up happening, I'm, I'm going to clip this and post it everywhere when, when the end of the story comes about. Calling it now. Yeah. No, that would be such a cop-out ending, but unfortunately you see a lot of those. It usually is that, yeah. Yeah, like a lot of people know how to write a good story, but then they don't know how to do a good ending. Yeah, exactly. It's hard though, right? I mean, I'm, no, it's definitely I'm not, difficult. I'm not criticizing or whatever. I am a little bit, but I mean, I, it's not like I could do better. It, it's tough. Uh, getting, nailing the ending is one of the toughest parts. I'm criticizing, but I have no suggestions for how to improve it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the worst criticism. <laughs> I'm just an like, internet troll. <laughs> I hate this. It's terrible. Well, what can we do better? I don't know. You figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> me in a nutshell right there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so good. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's about it for the content this week. Um, let's bring this to a close. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. We really, really appreciate you. And all of the new people listening, we've been getting a lot of new listeners recently. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you stick around. Hope you like it. If you have any comments, feel free to message me or Minnie on our social pages we'd appreciate that as well yeah and i'm pretty sure you can you can find the links in the description of the uh, podcast episode yes so you know if you want to get in touch with us even just to chat and whatever feel free or if you want to be like you guys are idiots you don't know what you're talking about we'd be happy to receive those messages or if you want to criticize us and then give us no way to improve we welcome (laughs) that as well (laughs) you'll be right at home here exactly We'll be like, thank you. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. There's a kindred spirit right there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Best friends instantly. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks so much. We'll catch you in the next episode. Peace. All right, guys. See you later.